Welcome to Define You Radio After Dark Conversations, where real people have unfiltered conversations about the topics that influence the way we think, feel, and move. Welcome to Define You Radio's After Dark Conversations. If you had not listened to Religion versus Spirituality Part 1, Let me stop you right now and go back and listen to that because this is part two. I'm going to get right into the discussion. It it was definitely uh, a very interesting discussion, but I have my queens, of course, Queen Shannon and Queen LaVon. Hi. Hey, (laughs) y'all. So, um, of course, if y'all have been listening to Define You Radio for a while, y'all know who they are. We are three sides of the same coin. No, (laughs) that's all I could say. Um, So our discussion, our part one discussion was very interesting. I didn't have a chance to go back, listen, take notes and those things. And neither did Queen LaVon, but Queen Shannon did. Mm -hmm. So kind of being out of the moment and going back, listening to it, what were your thoughts before we kind of get into part two? Um, I think it was actually a, a great discussion. I think it's a discussion that is is needed. Um, and listening to it, we brought out a lot of great points. Um, and 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 then even understanding um, where some of our thought processes and uh, you know and in relationship to religion, where a lot of them come from, where, um, you know, it just, it like really, I, although I was there at the conversation, I was listening in as though I was not part of the conversation and Mm -hmm. learning. So it was, it's very eye opening. Um, I will tell you, it is something that more than likely is going to make you go research. Um, it's going to make you go look for the information, read up and educate yourself and not just take somebody else's word um in in relation to religion. So I I think mm-hmm. it's it was really really like I said eye opening and um again listening like I wasn't part of the conversation. Um mm-hmm. I kind of felt like well they left me hanging. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so, the part two. <laughs> there we have it. <laughs> so okay so as a listener what part where did you feel like, okay, what's next with the conversation? Cause I think if I'm not mistaken, um, the last thing I kind of said before we cut off was about the color of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Was that, um, the <laughs> that was one of the last things we you did mention that we would talk again about, um, millennials. Mm-hmm. And so that one, yeah. And then, yeah, what the color of Jesus. And yeah, we caught all kind of mm, did one of those things almost. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it does leave you with like, all right, well, come on. What's next? What, what else y'all got? Mm. Okay. Thank you for refreshing. Cause that was the only thing I remembered was like the color of Jesus, but it was very interesting. Cause I had a conversation with a good friend of mine who will remain nameless Mm -hmm. um 
but that person may be part of part three or something of that of this series, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. But um, this person is studying. Um, I don't know if studying's the word, but his journey is leading him to learn more about Hebrew Israelites. Hmm. Um, or, and I could be saying it wrong. I could, I'm not sure if they're the same terms, but you know, basically that whole train of thought that black people are really, uh, the Jewish people in the Bible. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I know bits and pieces, you know, you get into that YouTube suck, you get to, uh, seeing all kind of stuff. And, uh, I was listening to some of the, some of the things he was saying, um, with, with a open ear, not an open spirit, because you can't open your spirit up to everything, but with a, with a listening ear. And I thought it was very interesting, um, And then I told him about our conversation and I also told him, you know, I had questions and he's, he's still studying. So things that I came to him with, he could only give me what somebody else gave him, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Um, in his, but I thought that was very interesting. Have y'all heard of, of, uh, you know, the Hebrew Israelites, that whole thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard even some people refer to them as just, just the black Jews. Okay. So I did use the terms right. Because I, I was like, I think I was 99.9% sure they're the same thing. Um, So I just thought that was, was interesting. So, um, but that led to the discussion on the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I was like, well, so do you believe in Adam and Eve? like the whole Adam and Eve story. And he said, yes, Um, where I'm at now with the knowledge, partial wisdom, um, I don't believe the story. Um, And my personal views and and, because I want us to, whether we hit it this time or next time, Mm -hmm. because I definitely want to talk Bible Mm -hmm. Um, and our thoughts on the Bible, but I don't believe the Adam and Eve story because of the simple fact, there's so much, much history before that, but me bringing that up. So I was like, well, long story short, he believes that black people are still suffering because of the sin our forefathers committed. I was like, make it make sense. Make it make, make, make it make sense to me because I refuse. This kind of goes back to, I think I touched on this. Mm -hmm. I refuse to believe in if if I have all black people, right? Whether you're African-American, African, whatever. And I'm saying black, like you're as an African black, wherever you at. Mm -hmm. But if I choose to believe or I'm being um, indoctrinated with the belief that there's some sin that only black people committed. And that's why we're suffering. I cannot be part of that. That means I'm accepting that I'm suffering for something somebody did 
that had nothing to do with me. So that's my thoughts on that. And I guess it kind of ties into Adam and Eve. I don't know the original <laughs> scene, whatever. I was like, that doesn't make it make sense. Mm. Make make that make sense. I don't believe that that's why. Um, like, I don't believe that. Mm. So. <laughs> Ladies. I'll, I'll say so I don't honestly know what to believe of the story at this point in my life mm-hmm. um, Adam and Eve um, you know then there was the serpent and, and the whole story um, I don't know that I believe that there was necessarily a serpent I don't know that it, the fruit in my opinion was sex um, and I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there my opinion was sex that's why she was able to have a child of iniquity and a child of, of righteousness um, according to the story, but then I also feel about the story. And this is, I actually just had this portion of the conversation with my mother the other day. And my mother is a pastor and mm-hmm. I'm sure I threw her when I said, <laughs> um, so, so I looked at her, I said, but here's the better question for me at this point. Why does that story even matter to me now? Mm. Why does it matter? At this point in my life, how does knowing that story of of Adam and Eve help me through life at this moment? I don't understand what I need to know that and what all the ramifications were. Okay, because we know uh, Cain and Abel were possibly twins. One, like again, one was the son of of righteousness. The one was the son of iniquity. That I don't, I don't understand what. How does how does that impact me at this moment? Now, there are aspects that people have used. Well, um, you know, Cain being this man that he was and did what he did. That is part of why black people suffer. I've heard that um, because Cain was the, the father of all of that. And we came from the lineage of Cain. I've heard that. And again, that could very well just be someone spew, spewing some stuff out to cause black people to, cons- to to find a reason to say black people have to deal with this because of this. Um, you know, it's so many different, so many different variations of that. Um, there's even that Eve was not his first wife. Lilith was the first wife. That's a whole nother topic to go down a rabbit hole into. Um, so it's just so many pieces to it. And again, for me at this point, it's just like, I don't even understand how does that help me? And it might, and I'm not (laughs) saying it doesn't, it may but I, I, at this point in life, I don't understand that part. I don't, don't have. Eat, don't eat piece. apples. Don't have sex. <laughs> don't. Um, let's see. Don't eat apples. Don't have sex. Don't have twins. Oh, dear God. Oh, God. <laughs> All that just don't even live. In other words. Just, oh. Right. Right. <laughs> but now I will say in, in accordance to what he, uh, the, the, the person you spoke with about Black people are suffering because of a sin. Did he happen to mention whatever sin that was? Because, no, because I asked that question. Okay. okay. Yes, so, question. right, because I'm wondering, like, what sin is it possible? And, and like you said, if that's the case, then everyone should suffer. Yep. Because every line, every bloodline on this planet, if you trace it back, there has something that they have done. 
And at the end of the day, if we're going to go biblical, the only sin there is, is unbelief. And everything else is a manifestation of that. Mm-hmm. So if you, what, what, how could we unbelieve somebody in the past so far, unbelieve so deeply that it affects everybody. But you mean to tell me that every other religion that don't believe God, they're fine. They're not suffering. Mm. So help me understand what sin could they have possibly committed? I don't, that part I don't get. Now I will say I can see where it comes from. I just would like to know what sin it is, but because if they're again going biblical then the Bible does tell you the sins of the father fall on the children. So I can see that. that. See, I can see that. that, But, and, and to, to counter that. And then I would like Queen LaVon to uh, chime in, but to, to, if that's the case, right. Mm-hmm. So let's look at the Catholic Church with them. Um, I can't remember when it was. It wasn't that long ago. Filing bankruptcy, basically, because of all the uh, sexual abuse claims. Mm-hmm. So if we OK, so let's say um, we committed whatever sin however long ago well let's let's see the ramifications from the new from the newest sin you understand what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because whatever sin we committed it was not harming children violating children uh molesting raping children Mm. so that's why that whole sin argument when basically I don't know offhand all the 10 commandments, but I'm pretty sure I didn't broke all 10 with the exception of murder. And it depends on what you mean by that. Cause I've killed some plants in my day and I've killed some people with my tongue. I'm just saying, <laughs> right. So, exactly. you know, so, uh, Queen LaVon, your, your thoughts on. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I'm, I am a little confused about what the sin is that we should have committed because the one thing I look at, if you're going to say that we as black people are suffering, all if you really look at all black people aren't suffering. Mm-hmm. And then, so if you want to say just black people that believe in Christianity as their religion or our Christians are suffering, like you just said, Queen Bao. Look at other religions. If you go back through, you cannot find a generational, a lineage that there is without sin. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how are you going to say that one, you know, race of people are suffering because of the sins of their forefathers? It just it, You would have to make that make sense because not all black people are suffering. And mm-hmm. it, I need more suffering to go around. If we're going to make stuff just <laughs> equal. <laughs> and um, you know we, you know the let the Bible tell it and Christians tell it. We serve a just God. Okay, well let's just dole out some more suffering to to other people. Let's mm. let's go back and let's come on now. Let's let's dish it out. Right, equal suffering for all. Yeah, because right. I could I could get down with that if it if it was equal suffering. But this kind of goes back to what I was saying. Um. Uh, the last conversation about me wholeheartedly believing that religion is, you know, definitely something that's used to oppress. Mm-hmm. 
And, and those are my thoughts. And it's until you get to, and even with that, I remember just having questions like, okay, the world's going to end when, and I can't remember because y'all, I have been to a Catholic church one time with a friend. It was, (laughs) no, Um, I've been to a Jehovah Witness church a couple of years. All of this is by force. Let me just throw this out there. Okay. Except the Catholic (laughs) church. I was being polite because I was staying night at her house. Um, I've been to a, I'm 99.9% sure I went to a Mormon church or maybe a Pentecostal, one of them other people churches. Um, I've been to probably almost every kind of church. Okay. I don't remember what my point was saying that, but just to let y'all know, I didn't been around. I didn't been a, a church whore, excuse my French. Oh, Lord. <laughs> visiting. Visiting. Lord <laughs> so, have mercy. Because I want to see a church whore. You know, a, a church. A church whore. I've been whoring at church, you know. Oh but just God. trying to listen. I haven't been to a Muslim church. I or, you know, any of that nature. But I I've been around. Cause mm-hmm. I, I would like to hear. I want to listen. Let me let me understand what you're saying but so i say this to say somewhere i heard okay so it could have came from any one of those places um that the world wasn't going to end until everybody has heard and had an opportunity to receive the word of god air quotes right i heard that in any christian church yeah okay Mm -hmm. so i'm like what the heck the world's never gonna end because they have places um, like they have this one island somewhere where you can't even fly over the island. They throw spirit like somebody mm-hmm. got a report. I can't think like my thoughts are coming together or not. But so I guess they go into hell or either the world never going to end because there's one island that's like, uh-uh, keep all y'all stuff over there. I'm just saying that doesn't make sense to me. It, it doesn't. It never and did. I, I want to go over there. Let me just say, I want to go over there with them people. Um, me too. Yeah, I just want to go live with them and, and be <laughs> free. Um, but that's a good point because that's always something that I've said um, in relation to that as well. Because, oh, wait, we got to get the Bibles to these people and blah, blah, blah. And I said one time before, I said, well, explain somebody. I need somebody to explain to me. I really do. Explain to me that there's this all powerful being that already knows everything. And you mean to tell me that you have those indigenous people over there that do not have books. They don't read like we read. They they have their own form of communication and everything else that they've got going on over there. You mean to tell me because they don't have the Bible, they don't know a God. They don't know an almighty spiritual being. They don't have a way of communicating. They don't have a way of, of getting uh, their own relationship because they don't have a Bible because they can't go to somebody's church. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even make sense. That it that would sense. not even be fair of a almighty, all righteous God. That wouldn't even begin to say. And of course, everybody, people say, well, God isn't fair. We don't know if God is fair or not. That's Let me go put that out. People think they know the mind of God and do not. You have no idea of what an all powerful being would decide to do and say, like, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. So religion, absolutely. I agree with you, Valencia. It oppresses because that in itself is oppression. You mean that you want to tell me that I have to go to church. I have to live this way. I have to read this Bible in order for me to have a relationship with an almighty, all powerful, all knowing being. And these people over here 
They don't have any of that. That is not even their way of life. In order, what they do, most of them, when you have those kinds of tribes and things, their worship to the Almighty, to the to the universe, is through nature, through the land. They have their own mode of, of thankfulness and, and, and worship and whatever to the universe. Why are we trying to force our way upon everybody and say that that's right? Oh, well, because you know I'm Pentecostal, I'm Baptist, and all of these are right. Like I said last week. One God, supposedly one God, one religion, Christianity, but all these branches off of it and all saying something different. Mm -hmm. So it's all a different way to oppress the people that are there. And not only does it oppress, it separates. Mm -hmm. It absolutely Mm -hmm. separates. It separates because one, again, look at you got your Pentecostal, you got your Baptist, you got your Methodist, you got your AME. And guess what? They all separate themselves from each other. Not only that, Thinking about your conversation with with the young man, um, it it might just be me, and it could be because (laughs) of what's happening right now in the country. But why does it seem that most of those religions always depict the downfall of the black man? Yeah. How are you even talking about being a, a, a Hebrew Israelite? And even then, you're still condoning the fact that we're suffering like this because we sinned. Really? Come on. At some point, do we ever win? At any in anybody's religion, do we win ever? Mm-hmm. I ain't even gonna speak on that. Well, <laughs> this topic would be a it's a great segue into one of the other topics that we were gonna talk about when um Queen Shannon just spoke about, you know, how unfair it would be or to even say that the people, you know, that these indigenous indigenous people don't have access to a God or to religion because I mean, really it's like, who tell us that? How do we know what we, how do we know what their relationship is like? Mm-hmm. I mean, who, who died and made us all knowing that we know what they're, how they're praying and who they're praying to and how religion looks to them. I think one of the problems that we see in today's society when it comes to religion and I am air quote Hmm. um, religion is that everyone wants, wants it to have this cookie cutter box shape Hmm. and it can't be, it has to be something that is individualized to each person. Your relationship with God has to be something that is personal because it made me just when here, you know, hearing that whole conversation made me think back to when you think back to Moses or we were going to talk about um, escapes my mind. <laughs> what we're talking about, Jim Crow, who are we going to talk um, Jim Crow, Jesus. No. Jesus. I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Millennial Adam and where you came in? No, it just skipped my mind. We were no, it's one of our other topics. But when (laughs) when you go back to select to the time of slavery, right? And you think back to when slaves were coming over here, and a lot of people say, you know, Christianity, you know, was forced upon them. That was what was given to them. You know, that's where they learned about Bibles. But we know, I mean, we have stories of, you know, if you look at, I said Moses, um, Harriet Tubman, who was the Moses of her time, you know, spoke about having encounters with God. Mm -hmm. So 
we can't, who are we to say what someone's religion is like, what their relationship, we have to stop thinking that religion is to be a cookie cutter, one size fits all. Mm-hmm. Because that is what it's not. And even for the listeners that are listening in, the one thing that they can, I would hope they would take away is that you have three women on here that are all speaking and sharing their views. And you will see that we all have some differences in opinions. Mm-hmm. But it does not make one of us less or more righteous than the other. Exactly. And so that's what people have to understand. And I'm like the Queens, I am not accepting that I that I am meant to be oppressed and suffer because of someone else's sins. Then then you telling me I'm living my life in vain. Yep. You know, I'm you all of my I'm doing is for nothing because I'm still been set to suffer. No. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like the whole and that song that song come to mind. That I used to love. What song? But born born um the precious lamb of God. I don't know mm-hmm. why that was, oh, okay. but it's born into sin, something and the rest of it. But I ain't even, I'm a baby. What did I do? <laughs> like, how am I born, born and making me like I, ne- to me, I, that never made sense. Right. Well, that wasn't, it wasn't about you. It was saying that Jesus was born into sin so that we could live again. But according to the Bible, and y'all cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but, in the Bible, don't they say we all born into mm-hmm. sin? Born into mm-hmm. sin and shaped in iniquity. Mm-hmm. Well, how how am I like? What's my sin? I didn't but come out the womb. But it didn't say you was sin. It said you was born into, which means we are born into a world that is sinful. Mm-hmm. Let me which is down. true. Well, they they need to. <laughs> but you listen to, to certain pastors so on yeah. that's why it's mm-hmm. important that, oh, yeah. that you read and stuff like that but it you is. know it's like you you born into sin and the only way to get out this sin is to get baptized saved everything else why i'm a sin again right because right. according, according to the bible i i've been sinning since birth and yeah. then I could commit all 10 sins, 10, not 10 sins, but 10, whatever. I could do everything against what the Bible say. Mm-hmm. And all I need to do is just get saved afterwards. That's well, why people go to church and find religion. Okay. So I'm a, to your point. I'm a, I mean, go to jail and find religion. <laughs> well, to your point, now you could <laughs> use the scripture or, or I don't know if honest to God, I, let me not even say scripture because right now I can't <laughs> say scripture, or, but I do know people say it at death where it says man is born of a woman in a, a few days and full of trouble. So from the day we're born, according to that scripture, we are full of trouble. Mm-hmm. So ain't the only way to get the trouble out is to <laughs> do that, trouble. To just do trouble. Go be full <laughs> like, of it. I'm just saying because if you, but if you get people, okay, so you look at somebody that's like a racist mm-hmm. or a murderer or this, this, and this, you could, people could easily use the Bible to justify bad behavior. And they do. And they do. Which is why, and, and. I know this is something, you know, we, like I said, we're going to have to do a whole other part just to break down the Bible because my, this is my personal feelings is this. 
because the Bible is supposed to be the inspired word of God, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But God wrote the Ten Commandments, correct? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't God write the whole Bible? Mm. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna See, tackle that another show. There. That's a good thought. I'm I'm just saying. Well, I don't look at it as God wrote the Ten Commandments, that Moses wrote the Ten Commandments, but God, like, gave him the words. Not, did I say, yeah. And it, so I just look at it more as, like, it was, like you said, it's the inspired word of God. But doesn't but, it say that God's, God finger wrote, it says something to the degree of his finger wrote the Ten Commandments? I thought it said something like that. I could be wrong. We're going to have to yeah, break out. <laughs> We like I said, we're gonna touch on that. We got like I said, that whole breaking down gonna have to be a show in itself, uh, so that way y'all have y'all Bibles ready. And let me correct myself <laughs> earlier because I was another project that I was working on. Nat Turner is who we were gonna discuss. Oh, we yes. were gonna do oh, a yeah. Nat yes. Turner. Yes. I'm glad you said that. Yes. Yes. I know yes. I two two subjects I got mixed up, but Nat Turner because I which just related to just back during that days, you think, cause even his actions, he said he would, you know, he went by what he felt God the revelation that God has had given him, mm-hmm. but it was just a nice segue into our next topic. <laughs> cause we ain't going to touch on the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Not this show. Uh, Cause I got to be ready. I got to find mine. We're going to pull up all, have all versions of the Bible pulled up on the computer for that uh, discussion. Okay. But I'm glad you brought Nat Turner up and I meant to go back and watch the movie, but for some reason watching beloved was on my mind. Right. <laughs> And I don't know why, because I cannot finish that. Like, I only could watch that movie in bits and pieces. Beloved? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, Especially now as an adult, because you see things differently. Or as a grown, grown adult, you see things differently. Like, literally. um, But I get the, I know the gist of the movie, Mm -hmm. which was she, she killed her baby if I remember correctly because I ain't even got to that part of the movie Mm -hmm. um so that her baby would not uh have to live you know in the world that she lived in that was going on at the time as a slave right Mm -hmm. yeah um and me and the person that I was having a discussion with because we kind of talked about suicide and those things as well but um his his feelings on that and how does that relate to what he believes and everything else and I told him I am 90% sure and I can't be 100% because I'm not living in those days but I'm 90% sure I would have ended myself and or a, a baby's life to not live in the world that was going on then i probably would have ended my own life if possible and I said that how is that fair that I would go to quote-unquote hell and I was technically living in hell Mm -hmm. because of all the things they did if anybody ever really studied the some of the atrocities of slavery no you could kill me or I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so how can I currently right right. now but go on 
Right. No, but I'm saying so. I said, so how is it fair that, you know, and that's the whole thing with God ain't going to give you too much uh, more than you could bear. Well, I, I think it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> and how many people have cracked and gone to the loony bin because they were dealing with well, honestly too much? Right. I've known it. Yeah. I've seen it. They've lost their mind. Well, it's because why people kept telling them, well, we just going to pray because God ain't going to put more on you than you can bear. And it was too much for them to bear. And they cracked. Yep. And then the the one problem I always had with that was that made me feel weak. Right. So meaning if you can't bear what God says you could bear, then that means you weak. That's basically the the other way of saying that. Hmm. So Nat Turner. Now, I didn't get a chance to rewatch the movie like I said, but I remember it very vividly. And I was like, yes, but why don't Nat Turner have a day? Mm-hmm. I'm going to find out his birthday and that's going to be my day off hmm. of everything. But I I love how, and I remember all the controversy surrounding it. Like they were trying to bring, if I'm not mistaken, rape charges mm-hmm. and all kind of stuff against the guy that wrote it, directed it directed mm-hmm. and put his own money into it because they knew if people really watched it it would say okay the same i'm gonna read you this select part of the bible i'm not, I'm not gonna tell you this other part of the bible um which kind of goes back to what i said last show this show and probably will say forever might get a shirt that say it don't know but i don't want to be out here fighting angry racist christians um <laughs> that that's a perfect example of the bible being used to oppress black mm-hmm. people oh yeah mm-hmm. go ahead i'm listening oh i just looked it up nat turner birthday is october 2nd so oh it's coming oh it just passed, it just passed. Mm-hmm. Same day what, as my what day is it october 2nd Mm-hmm. put that on my calendar um so i absolutely love the movie the movie for me depicted everything that's wrong with religion because initially it showed them how they use the bible and christianity to oppress those people and to control them and to keep them in line mm-hmm. and then it showed that how now the Bible can be flipped and used for their own purpose, for your own purposes as well, because Nat Turner now read where vengeance is mine Mm. and I can do this. Hmm. So to me that, that opened up a whole, a whole world of, do you see like it's in your face people? Do you see how, that if, I'm sorry, if it's in the inspired word of God and, and, and what have you, I, I don't see how it can be interpreted on two totally different dyna- d- dynamics. Two totally different. This one over here to suppress me and tell me, oh, slaves obey your masters. Mm-hmm. And now over here is telling the slave that y'all taught to read, kill the master. The mm-hmm. master's oppressing you. The master is, is, is doing this. Kill him. Mm-hmm. Two totally different dynamics, but one book. It's an anthology. Uh, in, it, you inspired. know, I'll give, to, I'll give that. 
I can go with that. You know why? Because one thing I've, I've said a lot lately, we should be writing our own Bibles. Mm. Why are we not writing our own? Why are we not compiling the, 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 the a Bible of saying what we've dealt with and what we're currently dealing with and how we made it past that? What were the methods and steps and things that we made it past to give the next generation something to read, to hold on to? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to just close my eyes. I know y'all can't see me right now, but my eyes <laughs> closed. My eyes closed. <laughs> Queen LaVon, you have you watched Nat Turner? I haven't. What? Really? And you're the one that brought Nat Turner up this discussion, so I just knew you was ready. Okay. Well, so you I've gotta read watch it on it, but I haven't watched that movie. Yes, you got to watch that movie. It's a good, yeah. great movie. Great movie. I put that... If you don't, I don't even know what to say because we're gonna like give the whole movie away, so we can't even talk about Nat Nat Turner. Why they don't teach Nat Turner when they teach in slavery in school? Do they t- still teach? Slavery? They don't even really teach slavery in school. Well, how black people got here? Hmm. That's the bare they minimum that they teach. You know, exactly. they, when they talk about you know people those mm-hmm. coming over here and Christopher Columbus. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of you know just graze over it, but they're not teaching. You know, I've read the story of Nat Turner and read, but I haven't watched you know a movie about it. And okay. I think what to what both of you all are saying is is it is. Again, you're looking at how are people taking the word to use it to fit their lives. And we see that happen. People will take a scripture. No, they're doing evil. No, they're doing wrong. But they will find a scripture to justify it. And so, like you said, with Nat Turner, they don't, people don't want that, especially you have to think, especially in the time during the bloody, you know, what they call the massacre that took place. It was like, what we had was using as a weapon for us had become a weapon for them. But Queen Lamont, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Who in this, that situation would you say was using it wrong? Mm. <laughs> well, and that's hard because it's hard to say if it be, that who was wrong. One, I don't, I mean, we know we don't agree in, with slavery and using the word to try to use that to enslave people, then that, of course, to me, that is wrong. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. if you listen to his whole story, it wasn't just the Bible. He actually spoke of having, like like with um, Harriet Tubman, having visions, you know, hearing, having a word from God. Mm-hmm. So he so wasn't that- just saying it was just the Bible that was teaching that he needed to press. He was also going by instructions he felt he was given by God. And instructions okay. he got after they beat up and raped his wife. True. Okay. So kind of on, on that, because that, that's driving better my point, driving home better my point about pe- people having a, a relationship, right? Because yes. see, now if you tell somebody, oh, I had a vision uh, from God, I've been inspired by God to burn this MF down. <laughs> um, you know, or I ain't turning the other cheek. I'm gonna take you out. Yeah, mm-hmm. people tell you you wrong. But so what's so what's so different about my inspired 
vision, my inspired from from my warrior God versus the inspired. No, y'all be peaceful. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The difference so, is you don't have a following. There's the difference. Yeah. Right. So that's but that's what I'm saying. Like about that book being set to oppress because we're gonna follow this. We're gonna follow that. But again. If this is the inspired word of God, what it what's so different about the inspired word of God written by John or one or Mark or one of the other people versus the inspired word of God written by Levon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, we go we go. I told y'all that's gonna have to be a whole. Uh, oh, I kind of hit that note a little bit. I kind of hit that. You did. You did hit that note. <laughs> a whole other discussion, just because we have to look at the dynamics, and yeah. I think people could use any. Um, you could use it in any way, but yeah. I kind of come back to this as a kid being given a book of Bible stories. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And note, notice it, a book of Bible stories. I could also go back, still have them to this day. I, I'm not sure if I mentioned it the last call or whatever, but um, to when we came to Louisiana and was forced to go to Sunday school, and then it's a white Jesus on my Sunday school certificate. So when I talk about that um, indoctrination and when I even talk about the color of Jesus, if people looking at me, giving me certificates, they could at least left them black and white. And let me color them in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that that indoctrination goes so, so much bigger, mm-hmm. bigger and longer. But why would I change what works? If I could get a certain group of people to feel like they've done something wrong, this is why they're oppressed or because the word of God says, turn the other cheek or this, this, and this. If I could get you to believe it for year one, I'm going to try it for year two. If I could get you to believe it for year one and two, let's go for 10. Let's go for 50. Let's go for 100. And guess what? Yeah, the millennials are waking up. Uh-huh. They're they're waking up to realize that you can't use the same the same word to beat me with. And I see you out there raping kids and sleeping with other people outside your wife. But it's okay Mm -hmm. because you have been anointed. Make it make sense. I'm done. That's that's my five. They're a whole different generation out here. Cause they I ain't gonna call you out about it. Back in the day, the pastor up there, the pastor in the pulpit with his wife sitting over here, his mistress over here, and the two kids he got by his wife is sitting. They they the ones over here doing this, but then he got two over here by the mistress too, and nobody saying nothing. Everybody know, but everybody covering up. So yeah, this generation different. They calling it out. Yeah, they really are. I, I ain't mad. I ain't either. That's like if somebody cut your pay and you know you work 40 hours, they pay you for 38. You ain't going to just accept it because it's the word of of the quote unquote boss. Right. You run me my two hours. Exactly. Plus headache. And matter of fact, what is FICA? Right. (laughs) So And you're giving me some paid time off for the aggravation. You know, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Um, Queen Levant, your because I believe your kids are in that millennial age group. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not sure what age group is that. So dealing, you know, dealing with them and people around that age, why why do you think their age group is like, uh-uh, deuces with, with church? I think one, I would say technology does have a lot to do with it because now they have more access mm-hmm. to where before you think, what, like you said, when we were growing up, you had your Sunday school book. You know, you got that book of, you know, Bible stories. You went to school. We had what we were taught. We didn't have ready, you know, access at our fingertips to know that there's something different um, to even look up and to ask questions, you know. And so I think millennials are, though, they are. I I don't want to say more inquisitive because I feel like I was a pretty inquisitive child. Um, Did you, uh, you went to Sunday vacation Bible school? Yes. Yes. You have your vacation Bible school certificate. Yeah. Jesus on there. Did you ever ask why is Jesus white? Oh, well, we never had, it wasn't no Jesus on ours. It was just a certificate of completion. You know, thank you. I have, I'm telling you. We didn't have a Jesus on ours. Jesus is with brown hair don't make me scan it and upload it oh gosh you know it i'm gonna go back to that church because it's still around to right now oh wow because it was the church i'm gonna ask i have questions because this is the church of my great grandfather and great great you know like Mm -hmm. how i want to know number one are they still using that same what what they using now? I have questions. <laughs> so you want them to pull out a, certific- a certificate and show you? I, basically. I mean, did Jesus get an afro? Oh, my God. Like, I, I have questions. Come on now. <laughs> like, they need to, you know, because at a young age, it's kind of like seeing Santa Claus. And Santa Claus is mythical. But you don't see no uh, black Santa Claus is around here. <laughs> it's true. So if Santa Claus ain't black, why should I celebrate Christmas, which is not Jesus' birthday? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, furthermore, the whole Christopher Columbus thing, because I meant to say that earlier, and they still, even though we know the lie, we know the lie, <laughs> but they still around here with uh, Christopher Columbus Day. Make mm-hmm. it make sense. So it's proven for for years upon years upon years that people will go on with a lie because the truth hurts and I may not know the truth I think we all winging it on our way to the truth but I know what the lie is I could I could pretty much figure out the lie you understand what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I know that like and that that's where I'm at I know I know the lie or I'm learning the lie and I could, and the truth is coming. If that makes sense. That does. I I was born a woman. So if somebody told me I was born a man, I know that's a lie. Exactly. Or not knowing with no sexual gender identity, whatever. I know. I knew I was a girl. Mm. I'm sorry. One of y'all go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll say I agree with uh, Queen Levon, though. I do think technology has plays a big part in it um, because technology, uh, it has provided them with a lot more information than we had. 
Yes. Um, you know, they on Instagram and, and TikTok and all of those things. And there are people that are posting information and the, and, and some of them are, are, you know, they follow these people, they listen to this information, they go research this information and try to verify, mm-hmm. you know, what the people are saying. So it's open now. And this information is in their hands. Yeah. We didn't have that. We had to go off of what we were told. So now they're hearing, cause you have what, how many versions of the Bible is it oh, now? God, it's you know, somebody, they, somebody Google that. And then, like you said, they can go on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook and they can see, you know, different ministers, pastors, preachers, you know, different religions, organizations that are speaking and preaching. And, and they may tell a story or take a scripture from a different, you know, a different perspective. So they're hearing things from these different perspectives and it's making them have even more questions and for some, it's making it's causing them to have, you know, to dig, go within is to start, you know, have developing their own relationships and just not standing for the okie doke in some cases. Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying this. There are hundreds or possibly more than 2000. Wow. Wow. So what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. It's 2000 different ways, <laughs> according to that. Basically, everybody, people are taking their inspired word of God mm-hmm. and being inspired to write it another way. Mm-hmm. I I need to see the the origins, mm-hmm. the origins. Show me the original script and better yet answer my question. If he wrote the um the Ten Commandments, why he could not have wrote the whole Bible, at least the beginning. Because I'm confused with Adam and Eve and the first skeleton, first skeletal remains, if I'm not mistaken, is a black woman. You're talking about the, the well, Eve that was frozen? I don't know what had happened, but show me, show me, show me Adam and Eve. Like where, where they, where they at? And I do want to say, Shannon, Queen Shannon, you all are right. It is in this Exodus 31 and 18. It actually does say, and this is from the NIV version. When the Lord finished speaking to Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him and to gave to him the two tablets of the covenant law, the tablets of stone inscribed by the finger of God. And even when I read that, because I had, you know, I was going to have to look it up. And <laughs> I noticed why he know. was crying. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to find Oh, I know him. she was going to lick that one up. <laughs> but the thing is, but it just, but it speaks even more volumes to what our conversation has been about because I'm, I'm thinking, why have I never heard it that way? Because the only thing we hear is, you know, Moses went on the mountain, you know, he got these tablets, he came down, he was angry, he crushed the tablets because he was mad, you know, at the people. And so, but it's uh, it goes back to perspective and what we are taught in that, and it, and it goes back to what we said. You have to read the word for yourself. You have to do your own research. You have the word says, and all you're getting, get understanding. Mm-hmm. And that's something you can only do for yourself. Wherever that leads, yeah, exactly. That's why my my motto. Exactly. For the rest of my life is do no harm, but take no, and you can fill in the blank. (laughs) Pretty much. 
that I mean, you know, lo- long as I don't harm anybody and nobody attempts to harm me. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at what what they call, I don't even know what these people are evangelical Christians because you always hear that support Donald Trump, mm-hmm. right? I don't I don't know what an evangelical Christian is. If that's something, I, like I don't know, like what does that mean? Um, but they support Donald Trump. You see people pass by a church that's having live services. You're gonna see Trump stickers or whatever you're gonna see so you understand like the like people have to make it make sense whatever you believe um is your truth i think that you should should i won't say you should follow that but i think you're you're internal unless you're just evil and truly was born into sin of sin at sin all of the above you just was born evil I think most people have a good sense of right and wrong. Yes. Most. I'm not going to say all. I'm going to say most. So I say all that to say that's why my motto is do no harm, take no ish. And I did say (laughs) I-S-H. So uh, ladies, (laughs) I can't deal with (laughs) y'all. Oh, no, I was looking up what evangelical Christians are because I honestly is, okay. didn't know either. I had no idea. But apparently they're a transdenominational movement within Protestant Christianity that maintains the belief um, that the essence of the gospel contains the doctrine of salvation by grace alone, solely through faith in Jesus' atonement. What? So they believe that you are saved by grace. Solely, when Jesus, the atonement Jesus made for them covers all. I'm not gonna touch that. <laughs> um, Although so they sound confused to me because those are the right. I, I'm against. confused. Y'all voting for Trump because he he tells y'all he's against uh, abortions. If we search Trump skeletons, I wonder how many women had an abortion on him. I would have one from him. <laughs> I, I, I would not bring another Trump in this world. You hear me? <laughs> and then Shoot. it's that's a whole that's a whole other thing. We definitely gonna have to hit on that in this series is religion and politics. Because mm. don't um, don't, and I could be wrong, but something about separation of church and yep. state. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um. So that'll definitely be something that will will hit. Or whatever. So with with that being said, any closing okay, so I have a closing question. Okay. Okay, well hold on. Let me get y'all closing thoughts. Then I'm gonna end with the closing question and then we're gonna pick back up on next go round. So closing thoughts, Queen Shannon. I honestly don't have closing thoughts. I say because it's not closed, we'll be back. So <laughs> come come on back for round three because I'm ready. Oh Lord. <laughs> Wait, LeBron. No, I would just say continue to um listen with the open um with open ears and an open mind, um, understanding that you are the only person that you have to answer to. 
So make sure that you get what you need. Get what you need. So study to show that self-approved. Get what you need for your peace, your energy, and your joy. Mm-hmm. 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 So, uh, <laughs> okay, so my clo- my closing question, and we're going to cut after that. Um, was Nat Turner wrong? Shannon? No. LaVon? No. Valencia? Hell no. <laughs> Heck, Heck no? He should have did it quicker. No. Uh, I'm all for the rebellion. That's that's all people, I gotta say. People love rebellion, <laughs> you know. I'm just saying. Let me let me learn a language. Um, no. With that being said, Queens, of course, thank you for joining. Go ahead, tell the audience how they could follow you and maybe add their ten two cents to the conversation. Um, you can reach me on shadonmusic.com. Um, Shadon Booking at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at The Real Shadon, Twitter, also The Real Shadon. Boom. Awesome. I am LaVon Copeland, and you can find me on all um, social media platforms at LaVon Copeland and my webpage, LaVonCopeland.com. Boom. And of course, I am your host, Valencia Griffin Wallace. You can find me sometimes on social media, but if you believe in the devil, social media is it. At Valencia.g Wallace or the (laughs) Define You. You can also go to um, ValenciaGWallace.com. And with that being said, go ahead and think about it. I don't even know the closing of the show, but this was a conversation anyway. So y'all have a nice night. Thank you so much for listening. You have been listening to Define You Radio After Dark Conversations. If you learn something, don't keep it to yourself. Share with your friends, family, and foes. Make sure you go over to defineuradio.com and subscribe for our monthly giveaways and more. 